You're dialed in to the Turnin' 2 Podcast with your hosts, Matt Mills and Tito. Welcome back, Cardinal fans, to another edition of the Turning 2 Podcast. Hey, quick turnaround for us tonight. We have a very, very special guest with us. Uh, we are going to be joined later by our, our partner in crime, uh, Dylan Dinger. But without further ado, I am going to introduce our special guest. Her name is Bianca Asensio. Bianca, how are you doing tonight? I know it's got to be a, a crazy time for your family right now. Yeah, first of all, I'm so happy to be here. Um, it is a crazy time. Well, for me, I'm already getting anxious. I've yeah. already, right when they released what time the game was, I texted my family group chat. I was like, all right, we're leaving the house at 11. The game doesn't start till 510, but we still have to be there early. Um, I'm excited. My mom is really excited. My brother, who he says he doesn't like baseball, but he knows a lot about it, obviously growing up right. in this house. Yeah. Um, he's excited about it. My grandma is going with us, so she's excited too. Wow. <laughs> So, so, yeah, it's a, so it's a family affair. It is. It is. Baseball is a family affair for us. Yeah. And, and it is with my family, too. I mean, I can't tell you how many countless games I've, I've gone to with my dad and my sister and my, and my mom. Um, and we don't have all of our family um, over here because they're all in Puerto Rico. But um, it, it is a family affair. It truly is a family affair. OK, so. I, I think uh, it, it should go without saying, but we're, we're going to uh, address the elephant in the room. Your dad, Polo, um, mm-hmm. does the commentating for, for the Cardinals uh, in Spanish. And I just want to get from your perspective what, it, what it's like to, to hear him and, and see him do his thing, because it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I've ad- I admire greatly. Uh, about him um I just want to know from your perspective what it what it's like to see him do that um it's pretty cool it's still even when I go visit him I'm like I can't believe this is your job and he's like I know like I it's like I've had out-of-body experiences Mm -hmm. (laughs) like when I went to St. Louis um a couple weeks ago when the Dodgers were playing I'm like this doesn't feel real like I'm wearing Dodgers stuff but I'm in St. Louis with my friends um it's still very surreal for all of us um just to see where he started as a custodian and he didn't let anything stop him really he like if someone told him no he kind of took it as a challenge to be like showing them up um and it got him to where he is now and I'm really proud of him I told him that last time I I got emotional before I started leaving he's like why are you sad and I was like I'm just so proud of you and then I ended up staying an extra day in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? I commend you for that, too, because, you know, when you see um, your dad living out a, a childhood dream and being yeah. able to, um, you know, be excellent at his craft, too. I, I, I really enjoy uh, listening to him and Benji Molina on the uh, on the commentating. Um, it's just it's refreshing at the same time because. Um, you know, in St. Louis, there's not a lot of Latino people. Uh, we, you know, in Missouri in general, there's not, I mean, it's less than a percent of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
to be able to experience that in, in St. Louis and, and have that uh, sense of community, um, it, it really speaks a lot to me and it, it's just a, an enjoyable thing. So I, I want to bring in uh, Dylan Dinger now into the, uh, uh, into the podcast. He's joined us. Um, so, so Dylan, uh, I know that the last time you and I talked, we, we were able to kind of discuss about where the team was going um, so we've got Bianca here um, and we just got done talking about uh, uh, Polo Asensio, her father and, and the commentating. Um, so, so I want to jump into uh, a question for Bianca that I think uh, offers some unique perspective. And then obviously uh, Dylan, you chime in when you have a question too. Uh, but Bianca, my, my question for you really is is what is it like or what was it like growing up a Dodger fan and then slowly coming into to the St. Louis Cardinal family um when my dad first told us I remember he took us to go eat and he told us and I was like are you serious the Cardinals the ones who crushed my postseason dream. <laughs> and I was like, you're joking. Truly, the first thing I did was I went on Twitter and deleted every bad thing I said about the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, that account doesn't exist anymore, but I did that. I did my damage control real quick. Um, but at first, I was like, I don't know. Like, ever since I was little, I was like, I'm going to go for one team, one team only, and it's the Dodgers. Dodger blue, baby. Um, and like from kindergarten to senior year of high school, I was the Dodger girl. And then when Kike Hernandez came in, I think my senior year, 2015, I started wearing a banana. So that, that shows you just where I was with the craziness of being a Dodger fan. Right. Um, and slowly but surely, I have more red stuff. Not red because I don't like the color red but I have more Cardinal stuff than Dodgers stuff right now. <laughs> I have two, I have three Dodger jerseys and I have like four Cardinal ones. And then I have a bunch of t-shirts. Yeah. Um, but I really love the Cardinals. Like I texted my dad the other day that like, I love the Cardinals and he exposed me on Twitter, <laughs> but I just didn't ever see myself loving another team. Like I did the Dodgers, but here we are. And Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm sure Tito's already asked this by now, but um, I mean, if he hasn't, okay. But uh, <laughs> so where does it, where does it go tomorrow? What's the plan for tomorrow? Tomorrow. I've truly been thinking about this since the day my dad started working with the Cardinals. So I was like, what happens <laughs> in the postseason, you know? And when the Cardinals came to Dodger stadium in June, I wore my Dodger stuff. I wore my dog, my World Series Kershaw jersey. My brother wore a Cardinals hat, and my dad wore um, a Rafael Foucault powder blue jersey. Okay. And we were sitting by the Cardinals dugout, and Yachty saw us, and he did like the thumbs up to me. And then he looked at my brother and he pointed at his hat. And then later, my dad told me that he was like, Why did you let your son wear Cardinals stuff? Like, he's a Dodger. And my dad was like, Well, actually, he likes the Giants. Um, Yikes. <laughs> yeah. And then when the Cardinals were playing the Dodgers in um, St. Louis, I was wearing my Dodger stuff. But I think tomorrow I'm going to wear my Cardinal stuff. 
We need. Here's the problem. Okay, we need to manifest the most love for the Cardinals tomorrow. Um, we just need it all, all piled up in one. I mean, I know, I know. You know, you spent what 18, 19 years just absolutely loving the Dodgers, but me and Tito were actually discussing going out there, but um, Tito's not a fly on the on the edge kind of guy, so. Hey, I've got uh, responsibilities, my friend. I, I know you do. I know you do. But, um, I mean, sometimes you just got to wild out, man. And um, But, that, I mean, we need you to represent tomorrow. Even if it's just it, – I mean, if you have to wear something underneath your jersey, I understand that completely. Yeah. Just, no, as, as a former Rowdy Dodger fan, <laughs> um, even, it, my, um, sorry, even my ahead. grandma was, like, in Spanish. She's like, um – it's okay that I wear stuff for your dad's team. Right. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> wear your Cardinal shirt, baby. And so I was going to wear originally my Paul DeYoung national league Jersey. Cause you know, it's kind of neutral, but my mom and my brother were like, no, if you're going to go, you have to go all in. We're wearing oh, yeah. our Cardinal jerseys. And I'm like, Oh my God. Um, so yeah, I'm going to wear a Cardinal. I, I can't believe it. Like it's a big deal to me. Cause I've always worn Dodger stuff at Dodger stadium. It's just going to be a very emotional day overall. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't even imagine because, you know, for, for, I'm sure for Dylan and I, it's, it's super easy for us to wear a Cardinals Jersey wherever we go, because we really don't give a rip what, who says what every time mm-hmm. I go to Kansas city um, and I enter Kauffman stadium, I have a Cardinals Jersey on. Um, and it's my, you know, my red one, you, you know, Molina one. And um, I definitely get some dirty looks here and there. Um, But I I mean, going into Dodgers stadium, knowing the postseason history between these two teams, at Mm -hmm. least within the most recent uh, years, um, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on you uh, knowing, you know, obviously knowing who your dad is, but, but for you being such a, a diehard Dodger fan and then just having, I wouldn't even say a switch of allegiance, but like you're literally going as the enemy. Yeah. My, my mom and my brother, they, my brother's gone in giant stuff. My mom has gone in her brave stuff. So they're like, it's your turn. And I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) but that's interesting. Yeah. You know, and that's interesting that your brother's a giants fan, because if there's a, if there's like a trio of teams that just absolutely probably hate each other on this earth and, in playoff baseball, it's the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Cardinals. Because yeah. if the Giants are, or if the Cardinals and Dodgers are playing, we usually have beat them, and then we lose to the Giants. So I have this uh, very scorned hatred for the Giants. So I, that is super interesting. Yeah, he was a Dodger fan, and then like my grandpa, my mom's dad got him into it being a Giants fan because my grandpa, my big Ray, is a Giants fan. My Nana is a Yankees fan. And then on my dad's side, everyone's a Padres fan. Wow. And my mom likes the Braves. <laughs> Your mom likes the Braves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, 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 that's, that's rad, I guess. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I guess one thing that I, I want to, to talk about as well is, um, is Dodger Stadium itself. You know, I, I hear stories, but I've never been. I, I yeah. kind of want to know from your perspective, you know, what's it like taking a game there? I love it there. Um, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, obviously I'm biased because that's like my home. Sure. Yeah. But it is 
the sunset with the mountains and the skull the colors in the sky are so nice just like California weather I mean it rained and thundered yesterday and I freaked out but like other than that it's so nice all the time um I just love being at Dodger Stadium like I know that place like the back of my hand <laughs> like I can wander around and know where exactly where I am or I can meet someone and be like oh where are you and find them and I feel like because when I was little we used to sit at the bleachers and like the cheapest tickets we'd sit at the bleachers or top deck and then to be able to progress, like to be able to sit everywhere at the stadium and just make so many friendships that I have made over there. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes it feel like I'm watching it with a bunch of friends and like sure. family because like I would go one summer every Sunday and then like three times a week. So I was there a lot. <laughs> Is there a bad seat in the house? No, well, for me personally, I don't like top deck because I get dizzy, sure. <laughs> but it's really pretty from up there. Um, there's no bad seat at Dodger Stadium. Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like there's got to be one seat where you're like, you know what? If I had to tell somebody not to sit somewhere, it's this particular place. Like in Bush Stadium, I would easily tell somebody don't sit on one of the corners. Yeah. I, I in the top section of the stadium, I would not sit in one of the corners. I think it's it's not good. It's not fun, at least. It just also depends on the game and the atmosphere. But I love it's, night games, and usually I've been when I buy the tickets when I'm going with my friends, we sit um, loge. So that's like I think the yellow seats. So it's like either the second yeah. level or the bottom level. But the best seats are the level above the floor ones. Those are perfect. Those are chef kiss. So um, we all remember our first our first game. I mean, um, with our favorite team, of course. So what? Um, I'm assuming yours was a Dodger game. I would assume. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, I have it on my phone. It was like in 2003. It was a Dodgers Reds. I don't remember uh, anything of wait, it, but there's wait, a time bunch out. Of Did you guys beat the Reds? Um, I think my dad said no. Oh man, <laughs> I remember. It I was, was really April hoping you were going to say yes. I was really going to hope you say yes. So I can say forever losing. I love it. It was April of 2000, so right at the beginning of the season. Ah, oh, so Ken Griffey Jr. was still playing. <laughs> But I don't think he was on the roads at that point. So, yeah. But that game, it was my mom, my dad, my brother, my abuelito, and myself. Cool. But like yeah. the first game that I remember, I don't even remember. They just started coming all at once. <laughs> okay. So then let me ask you this. So we, we've talked about what it's like, you know, being a fan of both teams. We've talked mm-hmm. about taking a game in, in Dodger Stadium. Now I'm going to put you to the ultimate test here, and I'm not trying to trying to persuade you to say one way or the other, but mm-hmm. I've got to know what's the better, which personally for you is the better stadium, Bush Stadium or Dodger Stadium? Like overall experience? Yeah. Hmm. I want to say Dodger Stadium because I have so many memories there. All right, kick her off. We're, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like Bush, too. Um, 
I really like it. But usually when I go, I, I just linger around with my dad in the booth. Sure. So I haven't gotten the proper like wandering around of it either. Um, well, I do well get, next time we're going to change that. For sure. I know. I'll, I'm just like sit in my seat and don't wander around. I want to <laughs> watch the game. Well, but, well Dylan, Dylan's not a wanderer either. No, 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 no. I mean, no, not at all. I'm, no, Dylan yeah. barely got me out of my seats last time. But, my, my mom hates going with me because I just, I once I sit, I don't move. Yeah. I don't move. So, so I, the game. I, I don't want to get off this topic, but I got, I got a question. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine, I guess, being in your shoes because of what your your father does but um you know you don't necessarily have to throw throw him under the bus or anything but um has he ever just practiced in front of everybody um he doesn't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> like we could be in the car i'm the same way too we can be in the car and all i see is, is like his head moving and his hand and i'm like dad who are you talking to <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like i'm having a conversation and i'm like okay but yeah, yeah. um like and benji I, must be next to him in, in, in ghost form <laughs> yeah but like i listen to him all the time when he's doing his calls and i'm like i don't like how that sounded can you change it mm-hmm. or like i'll text him if like something sounds weird i'm like i can't hear this can you turn up the volume so i feel like i'm in his unofficial so, yeah. yeah you're like the the executive producer behind the scenes saying hey dad do this instead of that yeah but he is always like especially like his home run call uh-huh. i feel like that took that took practice well i just i guess from my perspective is you know you see a lot of these iconic calls when big plays happen you know and a lot of times you know i sit here and wonder you know does Dan McLaughlin, does he practice these things? Does he word these things out? And then coming from your perspective, you know, I don't know if your dad, you know, in the off season or, or just any time is just, you know, just practicing, <laughs> practicing <laughs> these big moments for, um, I mean, anything, I, I don't know, because I guess, I guess in the, in the, um, in the eyes of somebody on the radio, especially, you know, you have to tell a story. And- yeah. That's, a, that's his biggest thing. I think there's a quote, inside of the Cardinals Museum that, oh my God, what did he say? It was Harry Carey. It said, I broadcast like if from a fan's point of view or like a fan or something like that. I'm sorry, Harry Carey, for butchering that. Um, <laughs> he but... forgets you. <laughs> he just told me. <laughs> <laughs> but my, like he tries to, he describes everything too. Like the uniforms of the team, both teams, what they're wearing, how the weather is like, because... I don't know. He just like, it get comes to his head. He got a big head, but like the calls, I'm like, how did you think of that? He's like, I don't know what happened. And I'm like, did yeah. you black out? And he's like, yeah. Oh, God. Does he, uh, have you, has he ever seen the movie old school then? I don't know. Have you seen the movie old school? No. With Will Ferrell. Okay. Well, I need to change that for you too, because there's a moment in that movie where Will Ferrell, who's a character takes a sip of water and goes on this awesome speech about a, a subject and he it, it's for a speech uh, debate uh, competition. He cu- he finishes his speech and all of a sudden he said and somebody asked him, how did you do that? And he goes, I don't know. I blacked out. So I, I'm wondering if your dad goes through that experience, too. So I, I really got to show you that clip. I'll, I'll find it for you. I, I think that does happen because 
Oh my gosh. I think it was someone hit a home run. I think it was Yachty. Oh my God. It was like two weeks ago. And he said he like saw himself doing it. And I'm like, so you had an out of body experience. I'm like, that happens to me all the time. (laughs) And I'm like, that happens to me whenever I'm in St. Louis and uh, anyone says hi to me. I'm like, how do you know I exist? Um, (laughs) But like, I've asked him because my favorite one is when Nolan hits a home run and he's all like, El tiburón se la llevo, se la llevo. And I'm like, how do you think of that? And he's like, it just comes to my head. And I'm like, damn. So I got to ask, you know, I know that recently Zach Silver of MLB.com did a, did a nice piece about uh, your dad and and the nicknames. Um, Are you responsible for any of those nicknames? I am not, unfortunately. I know. I know. I'm lost. What nicknames are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know what nicknames there are. Um, like Nolan, Nolan Arenado is El Tiburon, the shark. Yeah, I Louis literally Carlson. have no idea. What? Okay. List, list them out for me. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so your boy Dylan Carlson is El Prodigio, the prodigy. Yeah. Okay. Nolan Arenado. Yeah, go ahead. Don go ahead. You got it. Yeah, Don Dorado is Goldschmidt. Yeah, and then Tommy Edmund is La Bestia. Which is and the then, for you. <laughs> and then, oh my God, Yari is el capitán, obviously. El capitán, el líder, el líder. We gotta get, we gotta get him to say el líder. I'll tell him. And then, yeah. <laughs> who else? Uh, oh, um, uh, Paul, Paul the Young is el príncipe. Yeah. The prince. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, that, I was just about to say, he calls him El oh, yeah. Robocop. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. My dad's always like, he's so yoked. And I'm like, yeah. He's yeah. so yoked. <laughs> I mean, he is. <laughs> I mean, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's just is... a term I haven't heard in such a long time, you know? <laughs> oh, you'd be, would you rather him say swole? Oh, yeah. That, oh, yes. Yeah. Swole <laughs> patrol, baby. And then I patrol. think Giovanni Gallegos is El Yaki. El Yaki, yeah. Um, who else? What else does he have? He's got a ton. I gotta send. I can't believe you didn't see that article. No. Oh no. gosh, man! Wow, that's a shock. Yeah, um, I was like. Normally, you're on Zach Silver's. You know what? Tito. Hey, I'm just saying. And I was like, you give everyone nicknames, huh, Dad? He does. Yeah. So what's 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 your nickname? For me, my what my dad calls me, he calls uh-huh. me, he, well, my whole family calls me nanny because when I was little, I was really small <laughs> and they shortened it nanita just to nanny. But my dad, he calls me, I'm saved on his phone as nanny pedotes, which translates to nanny farts. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I'm like, I guess. That's. You know, I mean, I, I would say that's embarrassing, but the fact that you're owning it, it more power I do. to you. More power I own to everything. You. Yeah. If you power. own everything, then no one can embarrass you. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to I wanna make sure that we get this on the record for you because you're going to be at the game, obviously. We talked about that earlier. So I want to know who you think is going to win tomorrow's game. And, and I guess what – if you and who are you rooting for? I guess is what I want to know. Are you you so you're going in Cardinals gear, but are you yes. secretly in your heart saying go Dodgers? No, because the times that I've gone and 
the times that I've gone to say, to LA and I've worn my Dodgers stuff. So it was this year and then 2019 I went. And both times I cheered on for the Cardinals. And people were like looking at me like, what? And I'm like, mind your business. <laughs> mind your business. Yeah. But nothing to tomorrow, see here. No, I even told my dad, like I had a heart to heart with him about this because I feel like I'm going through an identity crisis. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I really love the Cardinals. Like I know the guys. I just love that team. I watch them more. Like I've been watching them longer than I've been able to watch the Dodgers on TV because they barely got like on direct TV. And I'm like, I don't even want to watch the Dodger game. Good for you. This is, this is, I'm you like, know, this is making my heart anyways. happy. Billy. <laughs> this is making my heart happy. Billy. I, I, you know, it's, it's just so comforting to know that the Cardinals can have that big of an impact in somebody's life. It's just truly remarkable. They have. And like, the way like when I go that my dad's colleagues treat me I'm like hello thank you but um yeah I really love the Cardinals and I like all of the players and I feel like I know them some of them on like a personal level sure um and the Dodgers well, like, even is definitely the definitely one in particular <laughs> yeah yeah I guess you can say um truly my favorite Dodgers play in Kershaw so he's not even playing so I'm like that's fine doesn't matter doesn't matter you know I think most Cardinal fans would want him to play since we torch him in the playoffs yeah but I don't need that (laughs) I mean I would take I would take it (laughs) I'm ruthless Dilly I know you would take it you would you would torch him too wouldn't you yeah I mean I'm sure he's a nice guy but (laughs) I love him so who, 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 who's your first who's your first favorite player like my first ever yeah uh russell martin russell martin okay that's a fair he he's a good he was a good player yeah he was, he's a good he's, hitter russell martin then eric gagne and then clinton kershaw eric gagne yeah yeah throwback really yeah that's intriguing yeah my dad and my brother had the game over shirts and then the beard had like little tinsels Nice. And I really wanted one, but they said no. So out of spite, I cut my brothers. Nice. Oh. You're ruthless like, too. I love I'm it. like, who likes baseball now, Dad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna um I wanna recognize uh this as well. Um I know that there's somebody special uh, to your to your dad. Um, and I know that something special is happening at the game tomorrow for, for your dad. Um, I know that it was recently announced that, uh, the Dodgers Spanish broadcaster is, uh, Jaime Harin, right? Yeah. He, he is officially retiring as of next year. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he gets to throw out the, the ceremonial first pitch tomorrow and, and I think if I read this correctly, your dad is, is either is he going to be calling the game for the Cardinals or is he joining him in the booth uh, for, uh, you know, just in general? He is. So him and Benji are with the team right now. Awesome. Um, so they're going to be calling the postseason games for as long as they go. So hopefully until the end of October. Sure. <laughs> And um, this is through the Cardinals broadcast. Right? Yeah, through um, the Cardinals broadcast, WJIR. Very cool. I think. So, so what's so? I guess I gotta I gotta ask you. You know, uh, 
I know this is not going to be the – is it going to be the first postseason game they do? Because um, I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't think I can remember what, if they did one in 2019. They did 2019 because they went to Atlanta and D.C. Okay. okay. And then 2020, they did them from St. Louis. Right. But um, – So that's yeah. got to be cool. I mean, calling a game – in the stadium that you've been to so many times before yeah i mean that's gotta that's gotta be a pretty cool experience yeah that's what i'm that's yeah i texted my dad the other day and i sent him like a bunch of pictures from when i was little and we went to dodger games i'm like could you believe it that you're you are gonna be you polo asensio are gonna be calling a game in spanish at dodger stadium but for the st louis cardinals and he's like (laughs) yeah i can believe it now (laughs) that yeah that's it's yeah that that's cool yeah it's gonna be yeah i don't really have words <laughs> okay so not back back to my i'm just excited question. yeah no i i we are too i mean i think all of st louis is is extremely excited i think a lot of people are nervous and rightly so i mean it's not like we're going a, a, up against a an easy win here i mean we're facing mad max for god's sakes but he's scary yeah, he is. He's an intimidating pitcher. And I think that's that's what's got people uh, a little bit uh, in their head right now. But you're going to be there again, as we've said. Um, who do you think takes the game? Cardinals 4-2. 4-2. You're going low scoring. You think Adam Wainwright holds them to two runs? Yeah. Wow. Does anybody hit a home run? And if so, who? Tyler O'Neill. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> Hmm. I could see it. Uh, yeah, when when he did that, when he in June, when he caught that ball to end the game, mm-hmm. that was ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, "All right, all right, Tyler O'Neill." He showed but, up. Yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like this. They they can beat the Dodgers. Whoever wins, in my humble opinion, <laughs> whoever wins this game. And then goes to San Francisco, and whoever whoever wins this wild card game is going to win the World Series. You, you're, you're a firm the, believer in that. Firm believer. You're not I'm the ready, only one that thinks that either. I'm That's ready to cry regardless. Yeah, I think yeah. Tito's on the same boat as I mean, as well as I am, because it's just I think that um, I mean, it's just our thoughts, I guess. But yeah, yeah. the Giants. I don't even know how they even got the National League West. Play good baseball and then have fortunately have a really uh, crappy team in the Arizona Diamondbacks to give you 18, 19 wins. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, look, it, I think you can't take anything away from them, though, because, you know, winning 107 games, that's that's very difficult to do. I mean, heck, they've never done it before in their franchise history. Mm-hmm. So I'd it's rather not, them than the Padres. You'd rather them than the Padres? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather the Giants succeed than the Padres. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tend to agree with you in what you said that whoever wins this, this wild card game comes out of, comes out of the national league to represent them, uh, represent the league in the world series. Um, As far as winning it all. I I mean, I don't know. I could, I honestly, I could see the Dodgers repeating. Um, I could see the Giants winning. I could see the Cardinals winning. I just don't think the Brewers or the Braves have have a remote chance 
and yeah. making it to the World Series. I think their uh, offense is not nearly as good as uh, the three teams on the other side. So uh, I know, Dilly, you and I haven't had a chance to talk about what we, what we want to happen, um, but let, let's talk about the, the one question I asked um, – uh, one question I asked uh, uh, Dan Buffa yesterday, and that is the, the Dodgers win if blank and the Cardinals win if blank. So, Dilly, you go first. The Dodgers win if Wainwright's not on. Boy, that's super generic. Can you be I, okay, a so little bit more specific than that? So, okay. So, the Dodgers win if uh, <laughs> the the – they get to Wainwright. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I think it's all going to fall down on, on Wainwright. If, if the Dodgers can, can, can capitalize on his mistakes, then the Dodgers will win the game, but not, I, the defense is just so solid behind them. And, um, and I, it, it, I think it just, it comes down to who can, which team can, can get to the, get the starter out first. And at that point in time, I think you're, I'm a firm believer that if you let Max make mistakes and get him to a point where he can't focus, then you may have an outstanding chance of beating him. They beat him in St. Louis a couple of years ago when he was on the Nationals. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, uh, you know, it's it's not something that cannot happen. But, um, I mean, you know, Wainwright's going to be just as locked in as, as uh, Scherzer is tomorrow. Maybe not the angriness, but he will be as locked in as Scherzer will be tomorrow. And it's just going to come down to, to who can get a, under the pitcher skin first. But um, I mean, if these guys can be patient and let Scherzer pitch and let the ball come to him and, and not get ahead of it, then, I mean, there's an absolute chance. And I, I, I don't even think it's, it's a slim chance. I mean, I think it's a, it's a very good chance, especially his past two outings. That's got to signal something going on. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's by chance that, you know, the last two starts that Max, Max Scherzer has given up, what, five run runs in each start. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some Dodger fans that are kind of nervous about that. Um, and he is susceptible to the long ball. So maybe Bianca's got something going on here with Tyler O'Neill. Okay. So <laughs> Bianca, in your opinion, Dodgers win if blank, Cardinals win if blank. Um, the Cardinals win if the sky is blue. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Pencil them in. Sharpie. <laughs> the Cardinals win if, I mean, if they strike first, they just got to go in with their heads high and not already feel defeated, even if the Dodgers, depending on wh- whoever strikes first, is going to win the game. And both of the teams are very unpredictable because the Dodgers can be down, then they come back up. Cardinals can be down, then they come back up. So it's going to be really good, but I think the Dodgers win if they get to the Cardinals' bullpen. First? First. Yeah. And I say that very hesitantly because the bullpen's been they've been good recently, Yeah. but they do have, I don't know, I feel like the Dodgers can get to them if they get into the bullpen first. Yeah. The Cardinals need to strike first and then need to carry it throughout the whole game to win. I actually really like your point here that, you know, the Cardinals can't go into this game already defeated. I think that 
that's a, a really good point, actually. I And Dilly, I'm sure you agree with her that if the Cardinals are going into this game already defeated, thinking, well, we're going against Mad Max, uh, we might as well pack it in. I mean, you might as well call it a loss. Yeah, and, and I think it's 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 on a positive note that they've seen him within the past few months, too. You know, I don't think they're going to come in empty-handed. Um, but I noticed last time, you know, they were – swing early on him and i mean granted that was a different team that was a different mindset tyler o'neill is not you know literally going off um but i i really think that tomorrow if if they are patient and let him make mistakes you know make his pitch count rise um you know i, I think last time i i noticed that they were just swinging 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 and um so yeah, they just gotta just gotta let him make make his own mistakes. Yeah, being aggressive at the plate, I think, is is something that we will see. Um, the The problem is, is Max has you know four or five different pitches that he can throw. You can throw a changeup, a cutter, a slider, a curveball, a two seam or a, a, a four seam fastball that rides up. You know, there's a lot of different pitches that he can throw. Um, so I'm going to say this for on my own end, right? I think the Dodgers win if Wainwright pitches less than four innings. So to Bianca's point, right? Um, if they, if they jump on Waino early and they get to our bullpen early, that's bad news. Um, I think Wainwright has been a little shaky um, early on in games over his last couple starts. So I think that the indicator is going to be right up front within the first two innings. We're going to know what kind of, picture we have in Wainwright. Um, so that's where I'm hanging my hat on. Conversely, I think, you know, the Cardinals will win if Wainwright pitches at least six innings. And the reason I say that is because I think if he goes six innings, you have the seventh, eighth, and ninth to split between Cabrera, who Mike Schultz said was healthy, Luis Garcia, who's been really, really good. I mean, yes, he had that home run to Ian Happ, but Ian Happ's not on the Dodgers. Um, you have TJ McFarlane, who is a ground ball machine, gets double plays like, like it's nobody's business. And then, it, then you have um, Alex Reyes in there, and you have Giovanni Gallegos, too. So there's a lot of different bullpen mixture that Mike Schultz has to play with. But it all depends on how Adam Wainwright does. Um, I think the offense will be there. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, so, Bianca, you said that they were going to win 4-2, to two, right? Okay, Dilly, score. Um, I'm gonna go six to three. Six to three. Cool. Six to three. Um, Dodgers, six, right? No, hell no. <laughs> God, I don't want. I don't. Here's the thing: is I don't want my baseball season in tomorrow. Yes, no. I'll continue watching the playoffs if uh, for some odd reason, but you know, I don't. I don't want the Cardinals to to lose tomorrow. So I'm thinking six to three. Uh, or six, I don't know, whatever I said, six to two, six to three. Um, but I, I, I either think either either Tyler O'Neill is going to have a big moment or Arnado is going to have a big moment. Um, that's that's my thought. They got you know Do- Dodger Stadium's got the short porch and uh, that short wall there in left field, and, and um, you know Arnado loves to go down in the corners. Yeah. Okay, so we've got about two minutes left to, to wrap up tonight's episode. Uh, Bianca, I know you saw my tweet 
Um, so I, I'm assuming you're part of the shotgun brigade uh, as soon as that first home run hits. Yeah. So I don't think my mom will let me shotgun it, but uh, I will chug it. That's hey, you know what? That's fair. You'll be at the game. So I guess you can't really do that. Yeah, because um, they open them before they give them to you. That's fair. That's fair. So, but I, I will accept the chuck. Yeah. So Billy, Actually, Billy, are you my, mom, my mom would let me shotgun it. It's my dad who is like, <laughs> don't do that. But um, when the Dodgers won the World Series, I took two seltzers and I was outside and I um, stone cold. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. If the Cardinals win tomorrow, we need one of those. I mean, you can video. go home first, but yeah. I, we, we need a video of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm glad. I'm glad you're a Stone Cold fan too, because that just makes you that much cooler in my book. I'm cultured. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dilly, are you in on the shot game? shotgun brigade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some beers in the fridge. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm saddling up with you tomorrow. I can't wait. I mean, uh, again, it's Dodgers Cardinals tomorrow, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central time. Um, make sure you have your popcorn ready because it, it's going to it's going to be something. Dilly, you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, you guys want to listen to the Turn Into podcast? Um, you know, check it out on uh, iTunes, Spotify and Google podcast. And um, yeah, Tito, what's your, what's your words? Go ahead. Oh yeah. You know, I just, first, before I get there, I just want to say thank you to Bianca. She was such an awesome guest. We'll definitely have Thanks. you back. Yes. Um, and then, you know what? I, I've got to say it for, for the one time. How about them Cardinals? <laughs>